and welcome back to the Dreamcast. I am your host, Denise Walsh. I combine science, scripture, and stories that will inspire you to dive deep, break through your own personal glass ceiling, and design a life of your dreams. Hey guys, I have a super special message for anyone with high school kids. Listen up. If your child feels bullied, lacks confidence, or gets caught up in the drama of teenage life, they need to check out my new Dream Life Teen Journal. Go to dreamlifeteen.com to get access to the book and my free affirmation wallpapers and parent teen activity list. Check out dreamlifeteen.com for the Dream Life Teen Journal, a 30-day guide to escaping the drama and chasing your best life today. Big, big welcome back to the Dreamcast. You guys, we have a very special guest here with us today. She is someone that I have known for the past several years. In fact, I met her five years ago at a leadership retreat right at the tippity top of our success within our business. We had just hit Black Diamond, which means you earn a six-figure income for six months in a row and we had just come back from like a all-inclusive fly down to a private island this crazy trip and I remember I I met her at the pool at a leadership event like that next weekend and she said so how long have you been with the business tell me a bit more about your story and I thought oh my gosh are you ready? <laughs> you know, eight years in, I had so much to say, so much experience, or not necessarily experience, so much to share. You know, when you're on top of your game, you're like, this is where everybody needs to be, and you're so excited. So anyway, we had a great talk uh, by the pool, and I've just been so proud to see her rise to experience her own success, and she now is in um, a place where not only has she hit the pin level of double ambassador within our company, but she's also written a book to share the details of her story. So she is a wife, a mom of three, and an entrepreneur. She currently leads a multi-million dollar business and is passionate about empowering other women to rise up and pursue their dreams. Throughout her life, she struggled with learning disabilities. She battled an eating disorder and walked through many challenges as she began her home-based business. Uh, through these challenges, she learned how to ditch the excuses regardless of what that situation looked like and dream anyway. I want to give a big dream cast welcome to my friend Sherry Lynn Akala. Oh, yay! Uh, thank you, friend. Sweet introduction. I will always remember our first meeting because I was like, you are so brand new and you're like, hey, tell me your story. And I thought, Oh my gosh, I have a lot to say. <laughs> I know, I remember that. And then afterwards, I'm like, I'm so embarrassed because I was like, I hadn't even been in the business a year yet. And so I didn't really know anybody. And I'm like, I just like asked a black diamond how long we've been with the company. And she's probably like, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so good to get to know you. And really, it's been so cool to see from quote unquote, your like beginnings to yeah. see where you are five years later because you've hit, you've set goals, you've hit them. And then you set more goals and you hit them. So your latest accomplishment is your new book called mm -hmm. You Can Do Hard Things. And so while I know we can talk for hours about business success, I want to hear specifically about why you chose to take that experience, that success that you've had, and write a book about it, right? Okay. Uh, write something that can truly help other people. So where did the spark for the book begin? 
So what's funny is it was actually probably around five years ago. Um, and I was going for a, a promotion within the business. And I think it was right after I was maybe going for diamond level or double diamond level. I hadn't been in the business that long, but I was just in the shower. And I always say, it sounds kind of weird that I'm like, I was in the shower, but my daughters were only one and two years old when I started my home-based business. And so I showered very rarely, it felt like, because I had these two babies, my husband worked full-time, life was crazy. So the shower was kind of like my solitude quiet. And I was just in there like praying, Lord, okay, I have this dream. Like, I want to go, you know, I want to promote, the, you know, diamonds. I want to go, you know, I had all these things. And I felt like he said to me, like on my heart, see it, believe it, pray for it, work. And I remember hopping out of the shower. I got a pen and paper and I wrote, see it, believe it, pray for it, work for it. And what's funny is those, that statement um, is on the back of my book, the back of the cover of the book says, see it, believe it, pray for it, work for it. And I remember sharing with my husband when he got home from work, I'm like, man, I really felt like the Lord gave me something, you know, see, believe, pray, work. And um, I said, what if, you know, I think one day I'll write a book about this. And so, you know, that was just kind of like something I spoke, but I didn't think a whole lot about. Um, and so I ended up, you know, um, promoting, you know, even, you know, going to the top of the company and for, you know, really the past almost probably five years, I would always, I kind of had this dream to write a book and I had a note section in my phone and anytime I would hear something or a thought would come, I would write notes. And this, I mean, this is literally years worth. Okay. And I thought my book would be called See, Believe, Pray, Work. Or so, you know, that was my original thought. I had those chapters and I even at one point was like, John, I need you to hold me accountable. I'm adding you to these, you know, how on an iPhone, you can add someone to the notes. I'm like, I'm adding you to this. I want you to see as I add things for this book, I'm going to write one day. And so just the years passed, you know, and it was like a dream that I kind of put on the back burner, Denise, because it's, you know, there's always other things, you know, it's like, I've got family. And then I had a third baby and I've got my team and I've got my marriage and I've got, you know, ministry stuff. And so it just kind of was tucked back away. And last summer I was listening to an audio book um, and really it, it wasn't even the book, but it was something that was said in it, you know, and the author, he just said, you know, you just got to ditch the excuses and go for it. Like you have to go for it. And it convicted me. And my son was not even one years old yet. Um, but so he was an infant, but I just thought, man, I've just got to ditch the excuses. I have to just go for it. And the thing that the Lord brought to my mind was the book. I felt like I had put so many dreams out there. I had, you know, I had accomplished them. Um, my team, I'm always preaching. You guys, we've got to dream big. We've got to see it, believe, pray, work, you know, go for it. And I'm like, wait, I have a dream. I dreamed to write a book that I've tucked away and I've been too scared to do. And really the fears came from insecurity. I, I am dyslexic. I couldn't read until my second time in third grade. I was 10 years old before I could read. Like the teachers, it was almost like I was hopeless. It's like this kid's like 10, she can't read. I have a six-year-old that can read, you know? So, I mean, now I even realize having kids, wow. It was like a big deal that I struggled. Like I was a kid that got put in the other room for extra time testing. And even on my SATs, I, you know, got, had extended time just because it was so hard for me. Even to this day, it's really hard for me to read an actual book and be able to retain it without just taking notes. And anyway, so I was scared, you know, and then there was the fear of like, what if I do this and I waste time and it, and it becomes nothing. What if I, you know, take time away from my kids, but I finally had to let go. Did the excuse and say, no, Sherry Lynn, you're going to do this. So I just started, I opened my laptop last summer and I started typing. So that's kind of how it started. 
I love it. I love it. And, and you're right. I think we have these dreams that God puts in our heart and we often say that would be cool, but, but, but this is happening or that is happening or I'm not sure. And the insecurities, the imposter syndrome kind of creeps in and can take over. And so you just set those aside and you said, no, this dream hasn't left me. You know, the dream is still there. And I think oftentimes we ask, is this God's will or is this my will? I'm not sure. And what I've learned through our business and through working with friends like Carla is that God says that God's voice is that still small voice that never changes, right? And so that book was still a dream within your heart. And you finally said, yes. So you thought at first it would be see, believe, pray, work. Uh, mm -hmm. What did it end up being all about? Tell me like the meat and potatoes. Okay. So I just basically started, you know, typing, you know, just, I opened my laptop and I was like, I don't really know what the heck I'm doing, but I am just going to start typing. And so I kind of came up with my chapters and I was writing them out and there was a lot in there. Um, but as I had, you know, written different things, the Lord started bringing up just moments in my life where I had a dream um, and I pushed through and I just thought of, for instance, it sounds silly, but I remember when I started college, I was like sitting there that first day of college and the professor in my biology class put on the, um, it was a PowerPoint slide. So that makes me seem really old, but put on the projector, what an A student is, what a B student is, what a C student is, you know, and, would, and gave adjectives for every student. And I remember sitting there going, I want to be an A student, but I knew school was, would be so hard. And I didn't even know if I could really do college, but I was going to attempt it, you know, because that's what my parents wanted me to do. But you know, I was listening and I'm like an A student and, you know, they go over and beyond and they excel and they're, you know, high performers. And I was like, I gotta be an A student. And I remember sitting there going, I will be an A student. I don't know how I am going to graduate college and not get an A in this one class. I'm going to graduate with straight A's. I want to walk across that stage with a 4.0. And that was a dream. And you might be like, that's kind of silly. What does it matter if you graduate with straight A's or C's? A degree is a degree. But to me, it mattered. As someone that felt dumb most of her life, honestly, um, it mattered. And I made that commitment. And you know what? I ended up four years later walking across that stage, magma cum laude with a 4.0 with my undergrad in psychology. And showed I showed myself I could do it, you know, with God. I feel like anything I've ever achieved in life, it's not been by myself. It's been with the Lord, you know, his power working through me. But that was a dream, you know, and then so there were different things the Lord started to show me of dreams I had that I pushed through and how I let go of the excuses, you know, and even when I wanted to start a business, I knew my family needed extra income. I had this dream, but it was like, is this the right time? I've got two babies and diapers, but I had to let go of the excuses. What will people think? Let go of the excuses. And so my book, really, Denise, it's um, 12 chapters and it starts with an excuse you know, um, and the excuse of maybe it's, it's not the right time or, you know, uh, my past, because our past will haunt us. I remember my past almost stopped me from my business. I'm joining a health and wellness company, yet I battled with years of an eating disorder. Who am I to do that? You know, and I would have to, you know, I had to say, no, that's not from God. My past, my past, I've released it. I've overcame it. That's not who I am now. And so I just go through all the different excuses and I combat them with the truth according to the word of God and what he said. And so that's what it's about. And, you know, people, when if someone says, okay, what is the book about? My thought is this, we all have a stovetop oven, right? And everyone has that one burner they always use typically. Like you think, the listeners think, what's the burner that you typically always use? And I feel like our dreams oftentimes, they're pushed to the back burner. 
they're pushed in the back where we never use them because we've got that one burner. You know, we're a mom, we're taking care of our kids or, you know, you work a corporate job. And so that's what, and so we've got, you know, we're with women. I think we naturally just serve others. That's just kind of within us the way, you know, we are. And so we take care of everything in our dream. They're pushed to the back burner. But my prayer is that through this book, people would take those dreams off the back burner and they would bring them to the forefront because I believe the time is now. I believe you're listening to this. Anyone that picks up my book and reads it, it's for such a time as this. And I believe that every human being has dreams, plural, dreams, birthed in their heart by the Lord for a reason. And it's up to us if we're going to let them sit back there on the back burner, if we're going to bring them to the forefront and say, no, this is this was put in my heart for a reason. I have a world only can change. We each have a world that only we can change, a sphere of influence only we can impact. And I just keep thinking, what would happen if all the women of the world said, uh, you know what, I'm going to do it. That thing on my heart, I'm going to go after it. Like, you know, this is my time. I'm going to show up for this life I have. And I think we would change the world. And so that's kind of what it's about. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. And I want to hear, so you said, yes, you finally said, all right, I am going to light the burner that yeah. my dream is sitting on. Yeah. I'm going to actually take action. I'm going to put it in my calendar. I'm going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You said, yes, which is step one to yeah. actually like, make a plan. Right. Mm-hmm. So was it easy to like ever since there was just smooth sailing once you said yes? Oh no. I mean, and I think no matter what you go after, right. I think, I believe there's a spiritual warfare. I believe the enemy is out to steal, kill and destroy. Um, and I think that when you have a call in your life, when you have that dream, he is going to do everything to knock you down. And so, you know, I started and about halfway through just typing my laptop. I don't even, uh, my girls would come in and be like, mommy like you don't you peck I'm like huh they're like you peck you you are not for the type with your two fingers because I literally wrote a 50,000 word manuscript with two fingers I don't even know how to type um and my first and second grader know how to type they've let me know (laughs) but you know so I just had to start and just put in the work I couldn't figure it out or I wouldn't do it I couldn't think of all the reasons why I'm underqualified because I know I am I am underqualified. And so I just had to start. And so, yeah, but there were lies that came in about halfway through it. I had that lie of you are wasting your time. You have spent the summer waking up before your kids, staying up late, doing this, taking time away from them. Cause I still had a business to run. So I woke up extra early and stayed up extra late. So I could still work my business. So I was running on fumes really, but I knew I had to, you know, I had to invest in the thing. And, um, the lie started to come if I was wasting my time, you know, it was going to, and, and I almost stopped, but it just so happened. I ended up going to a rise conference, a Rachel Hollis conference with a girlfriend and I almost didn't go. And I said, at the conference and there was so much good stuff, but I, and I came home from going, I will finish this. I will persevere. And I, it regave me that fire to finish those last chapters, you know? And then even after that, Denise, I was like, well, somehow this book has to come to life. So I started Googling publishing companies and I'm looking at all the publishing companies in my area and DSW and like every company doesn't take an unsolicited manuscript. And I'm like, Oh, so then after research, I'm like, I need a literary agent. Okay. Uh, how do I find that? So I just pick a couple of my favorite books and I Google and figure out who their literary agent is. And I find out I need to have a proposal and a query letter. And I'm like saying, I'm like, this is way harder than I thought, you know, but, and I almost wanted to stop. And I even sent, I made a proposal, sent it in to literary agents I knew would represent me because it's my favorite, one of my favorite authors, agents, and a couple 
days later, I got a decline, you know, although your project's interesting, this wouldn't be right, you know, for us right now. And I'm like, rejection, do I stop? But I didn't stop, you know, and the Lord brought a friend into our life that connected me to the perfect literary agent, um, who is the agent for so many of my authors, Lisa Bevere, Lisa Turkis, like just so many of them. And I, and it ended up being perfect, but I'm so glad I didn't let my first rejection, my first no stop me because there have been those hurdles the whole way you know you just have to fail forward right get back up dust yourself off and say hey if you're not failing you're not trying and so that's kind of been a little bit of that but no it was not smooth sailing <laughs> well and I think that's people see the stage you know they see the mm -hmm. end result they see your beautiful pictures with your posed book and the the audio book that you're creating and they see the the success but they often don't see the grit the tears the hard work that goes in behind it i know mm -hmm. for my book i was working with a designer who took a year longer than expected and then i got it back because mine's a workbook you write in and that kind mm -hmm. of thing and it ended up being too big for amazon um it was too big i had to redo the whole thing and it came out a year after expected but but people don't see that. You know, they don't see mm -hmm. the, all of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes because of course, um, you know, that's not what we're posting, or at least we are posting about it, but we're not, it's not the glitz and glamor that's so easy to spot. Uh, and so we have to make those choices. Do yeah. we give up? Do we allow the spiritual warfare, the, um, the pulls in other directions, the distractions, the life, the drama, uh, to derail us from the dream that's still in our hearts and so you found the perfect literary agent which i'm so excited about she's i feel like once you find the right team that knows what they're doing then truly they can guide you through that process and tell us when does the book come out okay so it will be available august 4th um and it'll be available you know on amazon on my website on audible ebook all the fun things and so august 4th is the actual release and depending on when you listen to this i was able to get some advanced copies um that are available only on my website um which is www.youcanthebook.com and so i did get a batch of advanced copies that are shipping right now but it's kind of just those are while supplies last. So once those are gone, um, you will be able to go to my website, go to Amazon, pre-order, and then August 4th, it will be available. Awesome. So when somebody gets your book and they start, they start digging in, mm -hmm. what do you want them to uh, come away with after reading your book? Yeah, my prayer has just been this, that the Lord would birth new dreams, birth new visions, and that he would reignite old ones you know, that they would read it and there would be something about maybe that dream, you know, that had kind of, you know, been left on that back burner, gone to, gone to sleep, that it would just be reignited and that new ones would be birthed. Because here's the thing, I don't think you're too old. I don't think you're too young. I don't think your best days are behind you. Um, I don't think just because someone else has done something you want to do, that doesn't mean you can't go do it too. I believe that until we are, you know, in heaven with the Lord. Until we die, there are things only we can do. Um, so we've got a dream. You know, we've got a dream anyways. Dream despite, you know, the obstacles around you. Dream despite what things might look like. You know, dream despite the fears or the insecurities or, you know, the thoughts of what's happened in the past. You just have to dream anyways. And so that's my prayer that, you know, new dreams would be birthed and old ones would just be reignited. Awesome. So tell me, how has writing this book and, and 
using the content, I'm sure with your team throughout the years impacted your business as well. Do you feel like they have fed each other at all? Oh yeah. I mean, I think that, I think it's good for my team to see, Hey, you can do hard things. You can, I have always been a believer, Denise, in that you can have it all. I believe you can have a thriving marriage. I believe you can be an intentional present mom. I believe you can be an amazing rocking business owner. And I believe you can also pursue things that set your soul on fire. Why can't we have it all? You know, I just, it makes me think of Ephesians 3.20, to him who's able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we could ask or imagine. That's been my verse for this whole year. He, whatever you dream, he can do more. And so I think it's been good for me to show my team, I am dreaming still. I am not, you know, I'm dreaming still within my business. I'm dreaming still within, you know, other things. Like I want them to be able to see that. And I want them to know they can do hard things. Is it hard? Sure. Was it hard to go to the top of my, you know, the company? Is it hard to write a book? Is it hard to be a mom? Yeah, but we can do it, you know? Um, and so I think that's helped. And it, it's been fun. Some of my team that are that ordered advanced copies, I'm getting texts and they're like, okay, I can just hear you saying all of this. This is like what you've said to us for so long. Because I mean, I teach and talk to them about so much more than just how to build the business, you know? Because um, really at the end of the day, my goal in life is to know God and to make him known. And so that is what I preach. I, I believe, you know, I live with eternity in mind in whatever I do. Um, and so it's funny because they're like, this is like you talking to us, but like so much deeper. And then, I mean, and it's not a book for business. It's really a book about my life and about dreaming, you know, and it's not about business really. But it, I mean, of course, that's parts of my life, but just, you know, things I don't always talk about to them seeing, I think it's good for them to hear. I lost my dad. Um, it was really tragic. I was young. It was just three weeks after my husband and I got married and walking through grief, you know, in marriage and, you know, just different things. You have to overcome the hard things, you know, and. So I think it's good to see that you can still come up, you know, you can still persevere. You do this. Absolutely. Well, and I think it really, people ask me all the time, oh my gosh, Denise, how do you do it? Tell me how to do it. If I were a fly on your wall, tell me how to do it. And, and you can't answer those questions in a Facebook message. Yeah. You know, you really can't. And so I feel like books like this allow us to share the nitty gritty of how we have persevered and the mindset it took and the mm -hmm. continuing to keep our personal vision strong and all of the things that we've had to do to experience success. And it can take someone else on that journey so they can experience it and work through those, those excuses mm -hmm. themselves so they can experience their own success because yeah. we can't do that in a voice message. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So it really does allow you to go deeper within your story and within your pivots, within your healing, within your transitions, um, to allow people to see the quote unquote, how did I do it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So how has your family oh. responded to this dream of yours? Oh, I mean, I, my girls, I love bringing them into anything I do, whether it's promoting in my business, whether it was writing the book, I just, and my son's still too young. He's one years old, but, um, you know, with my girls, I involved them. Like they knew mommy was working on a book and writing a book. And even when it came to picking cover designs, we would show them when they would send me over like you know, samples, I would show them, you know, and then it was really cool getting to read to them that the book is dedicated to them. And they were like, Oh, we are famous. I'm like, oh, well, pray for that. Okay. Pray Bobby sells millions of copies of is a New York Times bestseller. But, you know, I don't know if famous is the word that you guys are yet, but, you know, but they're like, we're famous. And my mommy wrote a book and they tell everyone. And I just love showing them that you can dream big. Like, I want my kids, because I feel like when we're young, 
we all have those dreams. I remember I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. At one point I was going to be a lawyer, the first female president. Like I had all the things I was going to do as a kid. Yet somewhere people start telling us we can't, right? People start putting us in these boxes. And so I love that my girls are at the age where they believe they can't. Because I do believe they can. I believe they can do anything. Oh my goodness. I might be raising the first, you know, female president in my house right now. And so I believe they can. And so I love just showing them that. And um, it's just teaching them. It's teaching them to dream. It's, you know, teaching them that, yes, you can become an author. Yes, you can run your own business. Yes, you can still be a mom that's present with them. And so it's me, my, my family and my husband, they've just been so supportive um, and excited. And I'm glad my girls, they each wanted a copy of the book in their room on their bookshelf, you know, and so it's not their reading level yet, but I love that one day they'll get to read the story. Yeah. It, it is so fun for kids to see parents set goals and hit them mm-hmm. and to continue to dream. And then even to see the ups and downs along the way. I just came out with a teen journal. It's called dream life teen journal. And that came out a week after expected because of a error in the upload to you or to Amazon. And I remember I was telling the boys, yay, this is launch day. I've got all these interviews scheduled. This is going to be so fun. And then there was a delay. And they had to see me work through that disappointment. Mm-hmm. You know, I had tears. I felt frustrated. I had missed, I didn't check a box and that was like the barrier. And, and so they had to see me set a goal, have to work through a disappointment and then still finish. And I think that those are the life lessons that are, are truly priceless for any family to experience together. I agree. I agree. And it's just good to show them, you know, and there's going to be times we do things and, you know, and it happens on in our time. And there's times where it's like, well, you know, it's a waiting thing. You know, I mean, my girls are always like, mommy, so all that's left is black diamond. Why aren't you black diamond yet? You know, and because they know all about even within my business, the ranks. And I'm like, you know, mommy's working towards it. Sometimes you've got, you know, and so it, it is it's showing them. It is. It is. It's fun. And, and I love that you get to experience them with it. You know, they can, they can see you go through the ups and downs and how you work through them, but then also they um, are, are experiencing it themselves. And you guys mm-hmm. can celebrate together and you can go to Amazon and see it. I know when I got a banner of the cover for my event, the boys were like, oh, that's your book, mom. You know, they are a part of it too. And so it is, it's, it's teaching them to dream and then also teaching them how to persevere. Yes. Yes. So, all right, everybody go to you can the book.com. You can the book.com. Um, I would go now and <laughs> order an advanced copy because Sherilyn will sign it and send it directly to you. And if you go and they're sold out, then check out August 4th. Yeah. August 4th, August 4th, um, where it will be live on Amazon. And if you go to her Facebook page, she will be very loud about that when it's launch day. So be sure to follow along so you can see all 12 excuses uh, that may have slowed her down in the past, but how she busted through them, put them aside and kept her dreams alive. So Sherry Lynn, is there anything else that you would want to mention to the listeners today? You know what? I would say I would, I would finish with what I is chapter one in my book. I would say, just start, just start decide today. You don't even have to read my book to just start, you know, whatever that thing is on your heart, let this be your sign, you know, let this be your sign that, you know what, today I'm going to do something. And I oftentimes think of it like a race where we're at that finish, you know, the starting line, right. And you hear that gun go off and it's like, ah, 
what am I going to do? Am I going to run this race or am I just going to stand back here and let other people? And I would say, put one foot in front of the other. You know what? And you might not start out sprinting. Maybe you're just walking and then you get your jog and then slowly you start catching your stride. But do that because there is a finish line, you know, and you, there's something on your heart. I know it. And I would say, just start right now. One in front of the other and before you know it you'll be running after that goal or that dream that you have so that's it amen thank you so much for your time today you guys check out youcanthebook.com to order your copy today thank you so much sherry lynn thank you bye Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. I want to hear your aha moment from today's amazing episode. If you could leave a review at whatever podcast player you choose to listen from, Apple Podcast, CastBox, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you're listening from, leave a review and share with us your favorite part of today's episode. Thanks for hanging out and remember to dream big.